Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, as we broadcast live from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Trace is up on the porch with us, so this is a great time to give us a call at 210-308-8867. Looking out, giving you the weather report. Cool. It's sunny, cool, and beautiful. Yeah. Do you see a cloud in the sky? I don't nope. see a sky in the cloud. Exactly. It's nice. <laughs> it really is beautiful. It feels wonderful in the sun. Oh, yeah. yeah it really feels great. A lot of people out. Some people bringing, it, bringing the doggies out. Yeah. yeah got a lot of doggies today. a lot today. of dogs today. Yeah. <laughs> We have a dog day sale. Uh, <laughs> Bring your dog in, get ten percent off. Just think about it. Just you know. Uh, yes. Yeah. No. Speaking no. of <laughs> sp- well, speaking of which, you know, I've had a dog fight before. Uh, can we? Oh, oh, no, never mind then. Okay. And then dogs and chickens don't go well together. Uh, that's true. Good point. Well, speaking of uh, savings. Do you want to talk about next weekend? No. Okay, then. <laughs> There'll be a surprise then. Go to millburgernursery.com on Wednesday yeah, yeah, to find out all about that. I uh, was looking at the blue bonnets uh, in four and, four and a half inch, I think they're they're larger container. The, the ones on sale are four inch. Four inch, yeah. We still have a few of the white left and the four and a half inch. Oh, is that right? Okay. But four and a half inch are back to regular price. But those those are... Those four-inch uh, blue bonnets that you just brought in are looking good. They do look nice. I think people, for some reason, people grew better blue bonnet transplants this year. I don't know whether we delayed the deal or started earlier or what, but uh, the plants have all have through the season. Well, they, which, which one there are? You delayed them because uh, you were mo- moaning and groaning several weeks in a row about <laughs> yeah. your these expectations. Were, these were contracted, uh, I don't know, six, seven months ago. Yeah, so I, it always amazes me how they can have it ready on the week that we asked for it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, they it, it takes a while to grow a pretty transplant, good transplant. But uh, I, I think what helped us this year. Even though the plants are a little bit more expensive, is they're in uh, larger containers, and so they will establish themselves very easily. Uh, like you've got these blues. I'm sorry, that's all they got was blues at them. No, I got white, but they're they're not, they're not on the sale. <laughs> oh, well, the blues are on sale for a four-inch pot, regularly dollar fifty-nine. Four for five, four plants for five dollars. That's good. Now, if they want to buy six plants, we're going to let them buy six plants. Okay. And we'll do the dollar and a quarter. Okay, that'll work. And I, uh, they. Oh, I can see the cash register machinations <laughs> going on. But they got to get to that that five mark before we start yeah. doing that. <laughs> the, uh, and if you go to, if you want blue bonnets this spring. 
you're going to have to use uh, use transplants. Uh, that, that's because uh, the weather conditions were not right for the little ones to come up, uh, the seed to germinate in the, in the fall. A lot of people say, well, they see blue fields of blue bonnets and they, they want to <laughs> rush out and plant them so they can have blue bonnets. No. You have to have to almost you have to start uh, the year before in the fall to get uh, little plants up. Well, the blue bonnets aren't doing much, but a lot of the other wildflowers are are going strong, and our uh, bunny bloom larkspurs <laughs> are, are up, and of course, all, we've talked a lot about the. Uh, um, poppies. Yeah. Lots and lots of poppies up, and also our blue curl. Yeah. Blue curl's up. You you said you still got, uh, I got poppy seed. maroon poppy I seed. Do. $2 a pack? I, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I said $2 yesterday a pack. I know there's a two in the price. I just don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's help Carol out now at 210 308 210 308-8867. Hey, Carol, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fine. I hope you all are doing well. Yeah, you're doing well. Okay. I bought a very small, well, a small pumpkin for Thanksgiving at ATB. Um, and they said if you spray it with an insecticide... Uh, it will last longer. Well, my pumpkin looks as well as it did the day I bought it. And I was going to ask you, um, can I plant the seeds inside this pumpkin or just leave it as is? Yeah, what? yeah you can plant the seed in, in the pumpkin. Of course, you're going to have to cut it over. Now, did you say they they said if you spray it with an insecticide or a pesticide that it lasts longer? That's yes. <laughs> That's I read, I read yeah. That, I read that in uh, Southern uh, Living. You know that grumpy gardener that they have inside there. And, uh, <laughs> so don't believe everything you read. <laughs> well, uh, I did uh, that, and and it's still. As beautiful as the day I bought it. Did, didn't have anything to do with it, though. <laughs> what did you What did you spray it with? Oh, um, I don't know. Just a, uh, just a basic, um, uh, nothing fancy. Just a, I don't know. Malathion or spinosad? Uh, I think it was spectricide. Okay. <laughs> The, uh, the, the, I wonder if you didn't confuse them saying uh, spray it with a fungicide. That makes more sense, not a lot of sense, <laughs> but makes more sense than an insecticide because you're not worried about bugs coming in there. What you're worried mm-hmm. about is the pumpkin rotting from right. some type well, of fruit rot. Well, it so. Doesn't have any rot on it whatsoever. No, okay. Well, now, now you're trying to figure out if you can. You'd have to cut it open to plant the seeds. Is that okay? Yes, that's what's going on. 
That's what I, I was going to ask. This is not the time. Yeah, this is not the time, time to plant the seed. Yeah. Okay, That's when, right, when is it? March. Yeah, it's kind of tough to grow pumpkins here. Is it a big pumpkin or is it a small pumpkin? No, it's just a, a small one. You know, not real small. I tried small, growing pumpkins uh, for almost 20 years while my daughter was uh-huh. growing up. And the, I got one in that length of time that I could carve, and I had to use an X-Acto knife to carve it because it wasn't any bigger than a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you could go ahead and and uh, grow yours, and then if you did much better than Trace, you could lord over him or maybe yeah. give, give him one of the extra pumpkins there you, you go. go yeah just uh, okay now you the question gonna, is when do would I you plant, plant them? the seed where do i when you said march march or april so, yeah. probably pumpkin, april a pumpkin is a squash okay, no. okay. and uh, is that April's is that better is that in direct sunlight yes ma'am. yes ma'am eight hours or better do you have okay. a garden or a big garden or something? No, I live on two and a half acres, and no, I do not have a garden. Um, okay. Well, you, you will when this is done, because if you're successful <laughs> growing that pumpkin, it's probably going to take up a, at least a 20 by 20 area. Oh, yeah. If not more. Okay. Well, I need one area uh, that's kind of bare, but I need something there, so... Um, okay. But I, me two, I when I stopped to, doing it, it took me two years to get grass back. It was so the whole, almost the whole front yard. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, good luck to well, you. I appreciate it. Thank but you next, for you guys. Okay, but next Bye. year, don't worry about spraying it with a a, a pumpkin. Is kind of a, is 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 a, in the winter rule winter squash category, and it'll store for a long, long period of time. The, uh, well, the, we did. <laughs> some, some farmers, some farmers, when we used to have the South Texas Vegetable Day show, they would grow their pumpkins in the spring, plant them in the spring, grow them in the spring, and uh, keep them off the ground and in a cool, dry location. Until the vegetable show, which was the first week in November. Sure, keep keep rubbing it in the trace. Uh, you get all that. <laughs> uh, uh, on the pumpkin seeds, do I dry them out before I plant them, or? Yeah, you go. You take out the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, you scrape out the inside. You can make a pie out of the pumpkin if you want to. Uh, from no, the, okay. from the walls. And then, uh, uh, then you, uh, <laughs> then you, you, uh, if you, if you can get as much of the, the surroundings off of the seed as possible, or you can just lay it out and let it dry on a, on a piece of paper or cardboard and, uh, let it dry and then pick the seed out of the dried debris. Okay. But yeah, you you do need to let it dry. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah thank you, thank Carol. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Be sure to come bye. by when you get your pumpkins and and show Trace. <laughs> okay. Okay, Trace. I'll show them to you. 
Yep, I want to see them. <laughs> okay. But I still got everybody right. topped on how long a pumpkin can last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you we were like three years? It was, it was, yeah, four years before I threw it away. Oh, man. All right. So, Jerry handed, Thanks, Carol. Bye-bye. Jerry handed me a picture. Yeah. Of this year's rodeo tomato. Right. And you, Dr. Stein took it that. It is so red. Yeah. I have to ask, are they really this red? Yes. That picture has not been uh, tampered with. In fact, I took that right off of uh, David Rodriguez, sent me the news release uh, on that uh, yesterday, I guess it was, and uh, I printed it straight off of his news release. Dr. Larry Stein took that picture uh, because <laughs> when they said they were going to name this uh, the Rodeo Tomato this year, I said, I don't have any pictures of that because we always took pictures. Now you can say the name now. of the it's large okay. fruited type. Oh, you mean say the rodeo tomato? No, you can 20, say twenty one. You can say the real name. You can say the real name, now. <laughs> David. David, let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> the press releases are out. Yeah, I think he. I think he jumped the gun on that. He he wanted to be the first one to live. You know how David is. <laughs> But well, he, he gave I'm a, me. I'm across the table from, from them, and, and it looks like raspberries here. That's that red, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, uh, the the reason they got so many <laughs> is that uh, I think Doc, we planted them in uh, our variety trial out at Versus last spring. So and we plant a lot of times. We plant. We'll plant. Uh, uh, 80 to 100 plants of each variety. And so <laughs> I imagine the ground was covered with these tomatoes out there. Yeah. Well, my mother That's will, a good picture. Yeah, my mother will appreciate it. Oh, yeah. We'll uh, say planted in her honor there. In the, in uh, this ch uh, chair, uh, Ruby Crush a little bit sweeter than 968. Yeah, I th I think it is. You know, yeah, I think course, it I, is too. I rave about both of them, and I like to have access to both of them. A lot of the, our gardeners do, uh, but yeah, if you're looking for the little sweet edge, this yeah. is the one. And then <laughs> if you then if you like a little more tart, uh, then the 968. And, yeah. Uh, and the best thing is uh, both of them. Yeah, <laughs> have, have access to grow both of them, and both of them, they're worthy of being grown. Oh yeah, because if you got a trace, they'll have uh, uh, containers, and they'll uh, yeah, and they they will be the uh, most probably the most reliable earliest producer of your uh, ah. tomato area. Yeah, I was looking. So when when do you get them in, or do you already have them in? Yes. Oh, okay, both. <laughs> have them in, and you're getting more in. Yep. Um, so if you bought them today, like do you sometimes don't you recommend? I'd go to a bigger pot. Okay. I mean they're okay in this for, for probably several more weeks. But, okay. Uh, okay. I'd still consider going to a gallon pot pretty soon. Okay. Yeah. And I'd then be. pot that up for. Okay. Some, some people yesterday were buying them and going into five gallon pots. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> I was. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later. Where I was answering. Or looking up the question that that uh, person asked yesterday about where to find seed of a certain rodeo tomato. And so just for the fun of it, <laughs> I thought I would look up uh, Ruby Crush for seed. 
that thing, that thing got seed all over the place. I mean, uh, I looked up uh, ruby crust. They they describe it as a they they say it's a determinant uh, variety, meaning smaller growing. And it's a. It says Ruby Crush is blazing a new trail in the tomato world. Ooh, it's a blazer. It works in containers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But anyway, I found a seed source at uh, Territorial Seed Company, and uh, I found a deal on uh, Harris Seed. Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, seeds, one word, dot com. And I found... Uh, Is that the same uh, Harris Moran? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was wondering, too. What, what did David used to say? Harris Moran? Or uh, Moron? Yeah, well, one of y'all said that. <laughs> <laughs> I got upset about it. Anyway, also, uh, <laughs> the... Uh, Let's see, T uh, T T and T seeds. I never heard of these places. And uh, also some seed way. Now, are you going to get everybody all confused? Yeah. And uh, Morgan seed, Morgan County seeds, and uh, HPS seed, horticulture HPS seed. Never heard of that. <laughs> And uh, you just Googled it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just did it by, uh, I put a, uh, uh, I always have to do the ask, A-S-K dot com. And I just put on, uh, where can you buy seed of Ruby Crush tomato? And I got all these, a lot of these hit back. So anyway, I was, I'm saying it's pretty widely distributed. The seed is. Yeah. But, uh, of course, the transplant's the best way to go. Hey, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. Back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 210-308-8867. Hey, let me take a second while they're talking off the air to talk to you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If you're looking for uh, a service, a company that's going to take care of you uh, when you've got pests out there, and it really doesn't matter the pests. Warren Remy and Spider-Man have been doing this for over 40 years. They've seen just about everything out there, and they can help you get rid of it. They can use organic uh, means they can use synthetic, but they're going to talk to you about too what you'll see, what your expe- so your expectations are uh, real with depending on what you're using. Uh, they've had great success with organic controls, uh, but uh, your situation may not it may not be the best move. So, but but talk to them. That's the cool thing. They're going to consult with you on that and go over it 
and uh, tell you what they think is the best solution to this. And people love working with Warren Remy and Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Give them a call, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or online at GoSpiderManPest.com. You'll enjoy working with Warren and the gang over there. All right, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. James is on the line, got a tomato question for us at 210-308-8867. Hey, James, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, just great, man. I got to go to H-E-B to get some more coconut shrimp. I'm running low. <laughs> You're making us jealous here, James. <laughs> I think that oh, was your you guys intent. got plenty of things out there on the porch, man. You got soft drinks and, and, and snacks. And That's it. That's all they got is soft drinks. Coconut <laughs> oh. shrimp. <laughs> no coconut shrimp, huh? No, they, they they took the coconut shrimp vending machine away. Oh, man, I hate it when that happens. Hey, yeah. uh, I heard you guys talking about uh, that Harris Seed Company. Um, many years ago, uh, when I was hanging out with Malcolm, he had uh, a favorite tomato variety. It's called uh, Supersonic, and that's a Harris that's a Harris seed, uh, yeah. and uh, they have another one. It's called Jetstar. But yeah. Supersonic is, uh, that's uh, you can't go wrong. I grow a few every year. Yeah. That was a, the main tomatoes uh, that they had tested and uh, uh, were using up in, Can- at Kansas, in Kansas when I was up there at Kansas State. At uh, in Manhattan, Kansas, uh, they recommended that for the, those two for the entire state. Were they kind of they're round, com- round yeah. yeah, rounded kind of. They look like celebrities. Camp, yeah, yeah. Kind of compact. Yeah, so they're big. The, the reason I like it, no matter how uh, crummy a grower you are, um, they don't really crack in uh, in the Texas heat as bad as. All them other big indeterminates that I grow, they're uh, they're pretty forgiving, and they got the flavor, man. Hmm. Yeah, they're, they're a good tomato. They're a little bit crack resistant. I've never tried that Jetstar. That's uh, that's the earlier one, but uh, that's supersonic. Yeah, that I've been growing it ever since Malcolm uh, uh, told me about it. Yeah, that was the main the Jetstar was the main one that they had up there uh we uh, of course when I, I moved down here uh from kansas state and uh that, that was in our one one or two of our first tomato trials that we had both of those and uh they were they were outperformed by uh the early hybrids like spring john and, that was uh, a few so, years back, Gary, that Bring Giant. Well, I used to grow that when I was still uh, <laughs> short pants, man. Th- that was 40 years back. You better believe it, brother. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, th- those were good tomatoes, hey, especially up there. New-, New Jersey, didn't they, at the Spring Giant? <laughs> yeah, could yeah. be. Yeah. Okay, well, okay. I grow it every year just to remember old Malcolm because he is a buddy of mine, so... Uh, yeah, good. That's what I got. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Bye, Jim. 
Bye, James. You take care. 210-308-8867. Enjoy your coconut shrimp. Uh, 210-308-8867. We have Joe, not from, we don't know where Joe's from. Okay. Uh, I guess we didn't did, did good by not blocking the whole name of Joe. Yeah, that was smart. Hey, Joe, where are you calling from? What part of town? I'm, I'm calling from Castroville, Texas. It's right. Castroville, Joe. Yes, Castroville, <laughs> Joe. All right. Yeah, hey, so, what's uh, your uh, question, George? Joe? Well, my question is, is I bought this uh, fig tree, or it's a, it's a cane, and it's like in a uh, like a four or five inch plastic container, like a like a tapered type container, like fifteen inches. And what I haven't done is pull it out of the container to see if it has like these long roots. And I also have a blackberry that's in the same kind of container, and I'm just wondering uh, how to plant this Celeste fig tree and this uh, blackberry do i i saw in the blackberry where they do like a trench and they take the roots if, if it is roots what i'm thinking and they lay it like in the trench alongside and then just bury it about an inch deep you say so, you say uh, i'm sorry did you say celeste fig yes yeah i have okay yes i have a celeste fig and, and I'm, a, I'm, how long has it been yeah, in the container did you buy it in oh. the container Yes, sir. I bought it in the container. It's been in the container. I just recently bought them. So they've been in the container in my hands for about a week. So they're a nursery bought, uh, you know. But I'm okay, just well. I've never grown blackberries before. And I went on the YouTube and I saw this one YouTube video where the guy does a trench. Is it, and he pulls the, is it the, figs the or blackberries? What? It's blackberry. Well, I have one. I have a fig. And I have a blackberry, but what's confusing me is that they're both in the same type of paper containers. Yeah. So, so I'm just wondering. Well, neither one of those are difficult to transplant, especially okay. at this time of the year. So okay. uh, they're ready for if, action. If, they, if the roots are out the out of the out the bottom of the pot, mm-hmm. uh, and you can't easily pull it out without destroying a lot of the roots gets cut the pot away from the plant gotcha with a knife okay and then uh you don't need to remove any of those roots oh just Just go go ahead and just go ahead and plant them root and all okay just yeah you can you can kind of cut them up a little bit if you want so that (laughs) you don't limit yeah but okay. What kind of blackberry? Oh. What's the name of the blackberry you got? Man, so what's on the label? It says it says Rubus, and it says on the tag, it says it's a Myron berry blackberry. Uh, what's like, um, what's, the, what's the what's the first name? How do you spell it? Uh, that would help. Mary, like uh, Marion, like Marion, Texas. Marion. Oh, okay. Is Marion Berry huh. Blackberry? Are you familiar with that variety? No. Did you did you buy it out of a catalog or did you buy it at a local nursery? No, I bought it at a local nursery. And, and it says Marion. Yes, sir, it does. So I did some research, and the, you know what? I don't know if it's going to do good here because this particular variety on uh, the internet says it does well in Oregon. <laughs> So, is uh, is it thornless? Is it thornless no. or thorny? No, it has thorns on it. 
Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay, so, it'd probably do uh, pretty I, good for you. I just yeah. Figured, tell us I, how it goes. What's that? Okay. Okay. Yep. Good luck oh, to both in, of those plants. Just like Jerry said, both of those plants are ready for action and plant uh, them grow. Yeah, you won't. You won't have any trouble getting them to grow. Good. In regards to your blue bonnets, uh, in I don't know about anywhere else, but on my property, I have just under two two acres. And my native blue bonnets are coming up, but I noticed that oh, they, they were a little bit late this year. But uh, yeah, they're okay. coming up on on the property, and I have a fenced-in area that's like uh, seventy feet long by five feet. And this year, yeah. what I did was I did a bed of uh, red poppies, and they're all right. Really, so I'm gonna have red poppies. So okay, yeah, and, well, they're those poppies, and they're and they're germinating now, right? They've already germinated. They're about uh, four to five inches tall. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, I planted them. I, I planted uh, a set in late October, and none of them came up. And then I resowed another another crop on November the fifteenth. I remember that day, and we got a heavy rain. Okay. And within about right, know, ten days, boom, they did great. So I have red poppies. Yeah, that, those red poppies reseed next year. Do you think that those red what? poppies will reseed? Will those red poppies when after oh, they bloom? Yeah. Oh yeah, reseed. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they so. will reseed. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, is that is that uh, a Flanders poppy or uh, is it a California poppy or? Do you remember what it said on the seed packet? I have the seed packet, but I can tell you that it came from uh, a wild seed farm. So, okay. Okay. Uh, I, I believe yeah, they the, are. Yeah. Okay. Do you, the, do you the, know of anyone the, that grows the yellow poppies by any chance? As other no, than like I don't know, you know? about growing. I, I think I think uh, Wild Seed Farms has in their display gardens. They have some mm-hmm. some growing. Yeah. But uh, I, the one the ones we have are, are maroon poppies. Oh, maroon, uh, huh? Yeah, and uh, the funny, <clears throat> funny thing about you asking if they reseed, uh, John Thomas, of course, owns Wild Seed Farm. Uh, they planted fields of those poppies, and in fact, they got beautiful pictures of the poppies with the uh, a sales uh, outlet in the background, the building. Oh, oh wow. And, uh, so they planted fields of those things, and then about two or three years later, they wanted to plant blue bonnets in that same field, and the poppies overtook them. I'll be done. They they had to yeah. abandon the whole ah. blue bonnet field because there were so many poppies. As bad as the. Uh, <laughs> is so wrong? they definitely reseed. Okay. And that's that's wow. a, that's one of the, one one of the problems he they have up in. In uh, in at Wildseed in their display garden, uh, <laughs> they almost can't rotate hmm. because really? of, uh, they can't keep the <laughs> the, the wow. plants from reseeding in in places that they want to plant something else. Something so, else. Well, yeah. that's that's interesting. Yeah, so you do well second. with the poppies. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Joe. You take care. Thank you. You too. Uh, okay, cool. That's good. I know. 
All right, Marty's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Marty, did you hear the good news? Uh, yeah. No, I didn't. About about the Rio Grande Gold Seed? No, I didn't. I, 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 just, I just tuned in. I turned in late. I, I, it's my fault. That's yeah. okay. So tell them the good news. You're, you're the other Rio Grande Gold pepper grower, right? Yeah. That, that's you right. Correct. Right. Okay. Millburgers is going to have plenty. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, what Thank do you, you mean? Plenty of seed or plenty of plants? Plenty of plants. Okay. There you go. Good. Thank you. Not everybody, Thank not you very everybody much. else is going to get it. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> don't get, there don't, you don't, go. Don't, don't get panicky, but it looks like you're you probably be responsible for about five gallons worth of those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So well, what thank, you got going thank on? You for, for, yeah, I have a I have a question. I was listening to another the other garden show. Okay, that's not I, our fault. Okay. Okay, but I heard your <laughs> protege. I protege. heard your protege uh, mentioned uh, that a celebrity was going to be named a Texas superstar. Bob uh, Webster's your protege? Yeah. No, 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 no. David's, David, 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 Rodriguez. David Rodriguez. He, yes, he said yeah. that. He okay. said that on the air. I don't know about on the air, but I know he said it. I'm pretty sure on the right. air because I had to. The, yeah, because you said you heard yeah, him. I, right. I listened to him on That's my way right. to work. That's little right. Boy, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, Trace. Those boys are getting desperate. <laughs> and, I, and I understand that uh, uh, Ruby Crush is going to be the rodeo tomato. There you correct? go. You did listen to that other show. That, that's right. I forgive you. Okay, thank and, you. Uh, and guess what? Man. Trace is, uh, Milburgers has already got the transplants in. Or the Ruby Cross. Oh, man. Yeah. Great. Yeah, uh, that uh, that one lady that called in, I think, from Beeville, she said that the Ruby Crush is a tomato-producing machine, and she's correct. <laughs> I still have, it, it's producing like gangbusters. So, so yeah, I've heard stories of people going, you know, normally on cherry tomatoes, uh, people eat them as they're picking them. Uh, right. And they never make it inside with any. You will make it right. inside with some. Okay. <laughs> um, if, you eat, uh, if you eat them all, um, you'll gain uh, about 20 pounds. Yeah. yeah right. And uh, it would mess up your digestive system, too. Terrible. Yeah, I know. So you'll have to well, go inside. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. We, we have some. We have some. And uh, and we use them for it to our salads as well as making uh, some hot sauce, and it's really good. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! I didn't think yeah. about the hot sauce. Yeah. I always think about I, eating them fresh and putting them in salads. Yeah. Oh, they're great, as you well know. Yeah. I have my uh, one you, final sir. question. You you mentioned uh, poppies. Uh, yeah. I'll, is it, what's the name of the? Uh, or do you know the name of the particular poppy that they use to make kolaches? Kolaches. Is that, you know, is, that, that, that it, is that the opium poppy? Is it the poppy seed? The poppy seed? Is that what you poppy mean? It's, it's, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a black, a black, it's a black in color. Yeah, uh, that's and, that's a that's an opium poppy. Or California, okay. what is it called? Mala, uh, no, California is not the opium poppy. Oh, okay. Uh, that's the one uh, <laughs> that had actually. The interesting thing about that is that's uh, I I can't remember the name of it, Uh, uh, but the uh, it's the opium poppy, and 
they, you know, they a lot of times they do uh, <laughs> do uh, drug testing in some of these uh-huh. retirement centers. Okay. And uh, <laughs> they had a problem with uh, the uh, uh, residents have tested positive for opium. <laughs> right. And uh, and the uh, come to find out, they were eating those uh, seeds, poppy. special uh, opium poppy seeds containing what do you call them? Kolaches. Kolaches. Yeah, it's a Czechoslovakian uh, dessert. Yeah. They, so they That's make real. you happy too. Yeah, boy, you, got, you, you can't stop the eating. Kolaches They're really do good. make you happy. <laughs> yeah, they make me happy. Yeah. There you go. But uh, and I was wondering. Do, do, do y'all carry that seed, or, or how would you uh, go about getting it, if if at all? Trace, yeah. Uh, Sem- no, no, semi-legal. No, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We've been trying to get John Thomas uh, Watsy to uh, carry some of those, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> or sell some of those. I'd be afraid he'd be liable. Uh, they they don't. <laughs> they won't oh, do okay. it. He won't do it. Okay. Because. Uh, okay. The law is uh, you can sell the seed, uh-huh. but you can't grow the plants, something like oh, that. Oh, okay. I got you. But okay. uh, unless you're uh, really uh, bleeding the opium sap out, the, right. uh, they're, they're not going to bother you unless you're making okay. opium. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. And uh, that, that is the poppy. That's all over the hill country. And the Trinity, Trinity okay. University had it all over. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> we, oh, yeah. We, we used to plant them uh, at, uh, at the botanical garden because we, okay. we had some selection. The red one is, a, yeah. is from was collected near Lady Bird Johnson's ranch mm. and, okay. uh, by, by Greg. Yeah, by Greg. One, I didn't have nothing to do with that. Brother. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, it'd have been yeah. maroon. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the uh, uh, so uh, they're all over the hill country, and they're they're okay. they're, they're an antique plant, and they're heirloom plants. What they are. So, okay. uh, but anyway, we planted some at the botanical garden. Okay. And Mr. Moy. Uh, uh, more that came up with the citrus and the papayas and all that stuff went right. nuts. I mean, literally went crazy because uh, he was from China during right. the uh, purge, and uh, he said that they will they would cut your arms off in China if they wow. get you growing those poppies. Hmm. Wow, wow, and so. So we, of course, he didn't have any any. He was never able to eradicate them from the garden because they seed, they seed out all over the place. Okay. About the closest you can come, is uh, is this maroon poppy that uh, we're selling seed of. Okay. Okay. Now, now going back to my original, uh, my my, my original <laughs> question, will will Ruby Crush be a Texas superstar one day? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. It is. No, a Texas superstar uh, or a rodeo. Oh, tomato? Yeah. oh. Well, a Texas superstar. Yeah. I know it's a rodeo tomato, but will it will it be a superstar? Okay. 
I don't know. Chances are slim. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're all all rodeo tomatoes are not made Texas superstar. Okay. In fact, there's okay. only two or three tomatoes that have made superstar status. Two of the okay. ones that made superstar status, we've lost the seed on. Oh did, no! Did we make? I think we made tycoon. Was tycoon a superstar no, last no. year? I don't think so. I don't know. I'll look and see. I don't a think year so before. I, I think I think not because okay. I mean, there was going to be a seed shortage. Yeah, that's right. So uh, now, it's it, kinda... it has it has to be disease resistant, right? It has to be productive over the entire state. Yeah, that's the, that's the biggest okay. going going into a t- being a Texas superstar. Yeah. Okay, I got you for our area. All right. Okay, hey, Marty, got we got to go to break. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for, thanks for calling. Yeah, we'll talk to you in a little, uh, next time. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Back after this on 930 AM, The Milberger's Garden in South Texas, celebrating uh, January birthdays. It'll be interesting to see who our February birthdays are coming up next month. Hey, uh, take a second to talk about BSG. Go to bsgtexas.com. If you're looking for security or if you want to make your home a smart home uh, with, that has much more convenience, one of the things I thought was so, so cool was they can set up these little geo-target zones. So, for instance... Not so much in the winter for San Antonio, but in the summer, you may not want your A.C. on all day. And if you're out at work and you're still going to work, you can make it so that when your car comes back across that little geofence line, your A.C. turns on. So uh, or maybe you're going. Oops, sorry. When you come back from Afghanistan, you know. Or... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when you come back, when you get to the port in, the, in this country, uh, your air conditioning comes on. Actually, they could do that if you wanted them to. And it can work the other way, too. Uh, it can send you an alert. So maybe you're worried about your door. You're one of those people that goes, oh, man, did I lock the door? Well, okay, set up a little safety zone. And when you cross it, if the door is locked, it doesn't do anything. If the door is unlocked, it sends you an alert saying that door is unlocked. And guess what? With your phone, you can lock the door. It's great. So call BSG and uh, tell them Milton says, hey, 210-877-1222, 210-877-1222, or check them out online, bsgtexas.com, bsgtexas.com. Yeah, Calvin, so you're looking forward to uh, Wild Birds next week. We'll have Kyle on, and we'll talk about uh, yeah, Purple Martins. Fun. And then, it's always fun. Uh, yeah, what you need to do, we'll, we'll kind of... We'll go into every, you know, all the myths, all the stuff. Bill kind of popped a bubble for us. Was it last year, or the year before last, where he talked about the scouts? Okay. Yeah, we were. Kyle uh, said the same a, thing. It's a, yeah, it's a more, uh, it's more complex. Well, I was trying to think of it, if you wanted to, if we should describe it as more complex than we, than we describe it, or if it's less complex. <laughs> okay, you, but but uh, depends on it. Depends on the uh, half full, half empty. You know, yeah. have your you're an optimist or a pessimist. It's, depends it, on the gardener. There you go. Uh, some of them are take uh, care of those, Rob. Some some <laughs> uh, folks are happy to have it the most 
very complex process and uh, <laughs> and a lot of accommodation, but it's uh, it's fun too. That's what's uh, neat about yeah. it. Yeah. So and if the you kids, if you got uh, grandkids or neighbors or yeah. your children, there it's a wonderful way to get them involved. We had a man in our neighborhood, and I don't know if this is a problem. If there was an intervention that needed to take place. But he started off with one, and he put it in the front of his home. By the time, and, you know, I only lived in the neighborhood for five years, and by the time, you know, he moved out, he had four. And it was, he would got a new one every season. He added one. Oh, and if he was outside when those, uh, those martins were chirping or you were walking by, he would tell you about it. He would, oh, listen to that. Can you hear that? Oh, that's my purple martins. And he would show you the homes. I mean, it's. So I don't know if there's a little addiction thing where you buy one, you need another one, or. <laughs> Did he tell you about the sparrows making that their beautiful Apparently, song? Apparently, he would not have put up with sparrows. Uh, right. He would have taken those sparrows out. He uh, got that Calvin attitude. Yep, he he was he he wanted those purple martins, and then, <laughs> um, so we'll talk about that. But yeah, Kyle said. Yeah, Matt, that's... They're already here now. He didn't use I use the term scouts, and he said yeah. no. It's just the stronger adults. Uh-huh. They come in first. There's, so if you've seen some, call us. We'd like yeah. to get a report. What were you going to say, Calvin? I'm sorry. Oh, there's some uh, there's some issues there, too. I mean, Jerry and I tease about the uh, English sparrows <laughs> and the starlings. Are you sure both but of the, you are teasing? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it, uh, it can be kind of bothersome, you know, when, you've got, when you have an affection for your martins and they're, yeah. they're getting hurt by starlings or, or if you're sincere about English sparrows and <laughs> and they're getting uh, hurt by or pushed around by the, the martins so so it's, uh, it's typical nature Calvin, uh, you more need, complex than it uh, you need to learn to love all birds it's a circle yes, of life and, uh, and, and bugs too huh? yeah apparently so yeah uh, <laughs> oh I didn't get to ask Warren just I like I like I like I like buzzards, you know. I mean, oh, oh I do too. <laughs> Especially that uh, Mexican eagle, they call it. Yeah, yeah. Cara, Cara, is that right? Yeah. And then, uh-huh. do you have those in your neighborhood? Uh, you're, well, of course, your neighborhood is relatively close to yeah. mine, so you probably see them. But. Yeah, every now and then you see one, but yeah. uh, they're mainly out uh, west and south of uh-huh. here. Do you remember, gosh, it's probably been maybe more than a year ago, and I talked to you about seeing what we thought were ravens. and Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Kyle says they're getting raven reports, so apparently the ravens have moved in. Oh, yeah. they say it, singing nevermore, nevermore? No, Calvin did a good impression. <laughs> kind of, kind of, it's kind of a, like a laugh or something, kind of a, how do they sound? Oh. Do you remember? Oh. It's, a, it's a, kind of a cough. Yeah, kind of a, yeah, that's a good description. They're yeah. coughing nevermore, nevermore. <laughs> Maybe so. I just couldn't hear. <laughs> well, the, 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 upon the, the, uh, one of the neat things is that when you're, uh, you know, in a neighborhood like mine over there by medical center where a lot of people walk, they'll be, they'll be out there and you'll hear, be hearing the noise. And then, of course, there'll be somebody trying to figure out what uh. in the world is that. It's almost like... Uh, so I, I, know, I know it can't be a cough, but what is it? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to talk with uh, Kyle, too. 
It's uh, fun. If we have time about all the places to see stuff uh, in San Antonio. He uh, they're doing he he his shop is doing something with Mitchell Lake. Uh, he said Hardburger is a great place to see things. And, and, uh, and our friends at the Botanical Gardens and yeah. the other place. Millburgers, of course, cooperates on almost all of those. Yeah, yeah we'll, have to, we'll, we'll do that, too, uh, sometime. But we'll focus on Purple Martins next Saturday when we call them. All right, 210-308. Any time to put the boxes up? or um, Well, end of, end of February? It's, yeah, it's close. I always wait a little longer than uh, um, some of the other folks do. Yeah, till the Purple Martins come knocking at his door. Hello, well, you want to uh, put that thing uh, up? The problem you put you put those houses up, and then the, the, yeah, they're not the, the the Martins don't necessarily stay. They'll stay there for a couple of days. Oh, really? Come back. These scouts that he was talking about, you know. They, they may not stay there permanently, but they'll come back in four or five days. But in the meantime, Jerry Sparrows are saying, oh, good, we get to share the house. Wow. See there? I like how we're naming them after you now. <laughs> Jerry Sparrows. Oh. Notice how Kevin always says, English Sparrow. Yeah. He, he specifically hones in on that. Of because I like I like those uh, American American sparrows. Oh, okay. That are the shipping sparrows I, I, and I, I Lincoln's. Not, now we're just calling. I don't them think G- he's forgotten the war. You know the no. the big war. Which which big revolutionary war? war. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> Was Calvin there for that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. He's still holding a grudge. Well, Julius Caesar <laughs> taught you Latin, was your Latin teacher. And, oh, y'all go back a long way. All right. So if you, we'll ask him about Jerry Sparrows now. We're going to make that catch on. Okay. As soon as Kyle comes in and go, yeah, we had some question about Jerry Sparrows. What is that? 210-308. I, think, I suspect it's ironic. I think if you probably went back 20 years and, and had a recording of Jerry's a dialogue, Yes, they would not. It would be a lot different than. Yeah, he he'll tell you in a, in a quiet moment. He will tell you why he why he has such a a great. Uh, if you go back fifty years, you can see me and my brother. Shoot, that's right. Shooting him out of the uh, sweet gum tree. Yeah. But I've yeah, I've heard stories, and I didn't have to go. Gruesome, gruesome stories. We kill him by the hundreds. Yeah, he was kind of being kind to you with oh, the, with oh. the amount of years. <laughs> Yeah, he was. All right, 210-308-8867. We just got about a minute left, so 210, got to get caught up in the news. You got something quick? You know, the next year, next time we have this program, next year. Next month. Uh, next month. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll be a year older. When's your birthday? I don't remember. February 4th. Oh, my gosh, this Thursday. <laughs> And, uh, well, they, people should they, call in and wish you a happy birthday because yeah, that actually makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, Calvin has to uh, start respecting me more until and his turns to the same age. In, uh, and it, it's funny, but it or, takes me like three or four times a day I have to ask, <laughs> how old are you now, Jerry? Uh, <laughs> how old are you now? Yeah, you tend to forget. Uh, well, that's great. I was swallowing some water there. Well, happy birthday. Happy okay. early birthday. Thank you. Hey, what are y'all going to do for your birthday? Do you know? Stay stay remote. Okay. Stay a, that's a, a party. Just. That's a smart idea. We're going to take a break right now, so you can call in the next hour and wish Jerry a happy birthday if you want to. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. And uh, I'm going to give you a report on uh, Texas superstars. But first, dude, give us a goldfinch report. Well, yeah. while we were, they must have heard us talking about birds and nature because they came over here and. Yeah, we were <laughs> excited about this. And there, there's, a, of course, there's this beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, water dispensing. Um, well, yeah, uh, water fountain filter. Water fountain. Fountain. Yeah. What do we call Fe- that? A fountain? Water feature. Water feature. Yeah, there feature. You go. And, and it's uh, accommodates uh, all kinds of birds. You know, we, ta- <laughs> we talked about the. Uh, the grackles and the cardinals and everything, <laughs> but there was a pair of uh, lesser goldfinches there, they're really gorgeous. bright colored male and a yeah. female, and they that, were that male, having a heck of that, a good time. That male was pretty. Yeah, yeah they were both they a lot are. of yellow. They are they and they get they get real tame. Uh, a little bit, little birds. Yeah, and we we were talking about here uh, as the nursery fills up with plants. <laughs> uh, well, there'll be more and more birds will utilize these uh, water features. And Jerry brought up a good point. Right now, if you want to uh, uh, get a lot of action from birds, yeah. Yeah. observation, uh, water feature is oh, one. Yeah. All that's... it takes is a bird bath. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. And you, can, and you can get it. You could even get a a solar thing for a few dollars of, of the internet and make make it a recycling uh, and just water pressure they've got water pressure mechanisms too <laughs> so you, you can for inexpensive you can really make it uh, accommodating to the birds and our friends at uh, wild birds yeah. wild birds got a lot of uh, got those kind of facilities my too. birds are just happy to have the water in the yeah in the bird bath yeah that's that's <laughs> the first step for sure they are and uh, uh, uh like i said like i said it's a it's a cement bird bath and uh it dries out rather fast so uh, I don't have to worry about algae buildup or That's anything right. like that. Uh, li- literally, uh, every two to three days, it dries out. Hmm. So I have to fill it up. All right, phone number 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, you'd asked about Texas Superstars. Yeah. So on, at TexasSuperstar.com, is that the yeah. place to go? Yeah. All right. This is the big uh, specialty plant section. Balsamic blooms basil. Yeah. That's Vic, that Vic, was... Victoria red grape. Yeah. Natchez blackberry. Green magic. These are all superstars. Green magic broccoli. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a Gret- lot of them. Gratophilium caricature plant. Yeah. Did I pronounce that right? Forget that. That's okay. Phalaenopsis orchid, Satsuma mandarin. There you go. Arctic frost Satsuma. Man, all the Satsumas. Orange frost Satsuma. Yeah. Basket of fire pepper. Man, and poor tomatoes don't get much respect. They're all at the bottom. <laughs> uh, ornaments, purple flash, uh, New Mex twilight ornamental pepper, dwarf cherry surprise. Oh, okay. And tycoon. And uh, then soon to. Oh, and tycoon. Yeah, tycoon I it was. Soon to be so added celebrity. Dwarf cherry is on there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, too early. That, that's because uh, 
David and uh, David Rodriguez and uh, Dr. Larry Stein are both on the committee, uh, on the major committee that makes the choices. And uh, they've also got, we've also got some research people on there, but uh, they're, they're on the ground. They know what, what plants are, are available. And uh, so they come up with the best suggestion. And that's where those came from. All right. So, yeah, so, so yeah, any other questions, ask me. Cool. And, and, and Greg Grant's on the committee, too. Oh, I was going to say, well, we will soon have both <laughs> on there, but no, we aren't. <laughs> one is good. One is going to be a rodeo tomato, yeah. and the other is a right. yeah. Texas superstar. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, I'll change gears here. The uh, We had a call yesterday for, from a fellow that was uh, looking for seed of a previous. No, no, I think we got that one. I think we covered that. That was for the Harris Moran. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I told him where to look, how to look it up, and uh, so I did did what I told him, and sure enough, I found it. <laughs> yep. You said he, he, he and uh, it it was I, I was looking for the source of the seed, and it's Harris Moran or. HarrisSeed.com. Yeah, it, it says a four. Is it like eighteen something? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I printed it out somewhere. Yeah, you were talking about it a little while ago. Um, Was I? Well, you were going over the list of places <laughs> that, that might have had it. Here it is. Yeah, there we go. Two one zero three zero eight. He's pretending that you're getting old, Jerry. Uh. Now that your birthday's coming up, I'm gaslighting you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to tell you you've you've talked about that before. We're going to talk about it now. <laughs> I looked. <laughs> I looked over the rodeo tomatoes, and I—that uh, was the first first play. I looked under the variety, uh, the head, heading of tomatoes, and uh, they're all on PlantAnswers.com, and all the all the tomatoes are pictured and described on under tomatoes under. Uh, PlantAnswers.com. I found uh, 1823. Oh, that's right. HM 1823, Rodeo Tomato for two, 2017. Wow. 2017. So, so 2017 was that. 2018 was. Let's see, 16 was Red Deuce. Okay. I haven't heard much from Red Deuce in a while. <laughs> Uh, well, they didn't you plant that last? Yeah. Oh, did you? Okay. Oh, yeah. It's it's on still on okay. the market. So uh, what was uh, so that was which seventeen? Twenty eighteen was Sunbright. Oh, okay. Twenty nineteen was was Harris Moran. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and last year was the fish. You're right. Okay. Anyway, uh, that was one source of information. Uh, then I l- looked it up and uh, saw that uh, he was looking for a seed source. And uh, I lo- again, I looked under uh, re- recommended uh, vegetable varieties for Texas. And on that, under tomato, they list uh, HM1823, Harris Moran, HM, 
tomato, and it's listed as availability, the seed's availability, under topic, uh, under company number six, which is at the bottom of the page, and uh, source six is Harris Seed at www.harrisseedseeds, uh, one word. Oh, no, you, com. you didn't talk about this. You were talking about Ruby Crush yeah, before. Right, right. I'm sorry. I need to do yeah, I'm trying to make me think I'm losing it. Huh? Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. Happy birthday. <laughs> You're not losing it. <laughs> and what was your name again? <laughs> I, want congrat- I want everybody to know that they can't make fun of our uh, reporter in Austin. Our, Dennis? Our, our, yeah, Dennis. Yeah. Why would yes, they make fun of him? <laughs> well, who, who would do that? think that he would might let us down. No. I'm telling you, when Google has questions, <laughs> they talk to Dennis. And so I uh, got, a, got a note yesterday. Uh, sat, well, we talked about it on Saturday uh, at, at on the show. And at 2.14 p.m. on yeah, Saturday. we didn't give him much time. I think there was like 15 minutes left of the show when I said, get a quick, get a quick. During this Saturday program, you were discussing the probability of compost horse manure, uh, where the hay was treated with pictoran, the active ingredient in the herbicide grazon. I couldn't think of that causing a problem with plant growth. Jerry asked the length of a hot horse intestine to help determine whether <laughs> pictogram could survive in horse intestine and after being composted. Right. It says Trace wanted to know, according to the article, the small intestine of a horse holds 15 gallons of product <laughs> And it's 60 feet long. That's the first one that the that food goes in. So the large intestine. That's 20 yards. <laughs> the large intestine. I'm just thinking weight. That's got to be <laughs> oh. a couple hundred pounds just right there. Yeah. Large intestine holds 30 gallons of debris. And it's 25 feet long. So that stuff has to move through uh, 85 feet of intestine. Most of the digestion is done in the small intestine. Oh, okay. And he sent me a whole article, The Way of Horses. And it's <laughs> uh, and that's, that's, a, that's if you want to read more, I know a lot of people are interested in it. Oh, we get so many calls on horse intestines. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, website he sent me was www.thewayofhorses.com backslash equine. Okay. And so uh, you can look that up and get more. There's a lot more information. So can't, written by a young lady so called out of all that, Eleanor Richards. Out of all that, does Pickleram make it through their digestive system? Neil Sperry says probably not. Yeah, that's what Neil. Says. Well, and I think we had an experience with the San Antonio River Authority where it, yeah. it didn't, and it was a really obvious 
because it was in their parking lot, you know, adjacent property adjacent to the parking lot. No, yeah. But the, the, the question is, was it Pickerine or one of the well, one of the others? Well, it's probably Pickerine. Yeah. It's probably that's the and, uh, major you, uh, problem. You could see the the the, the pattern of the, the product, you know, where the line was when. Yeah. And so it really was real <laughs> obvious. Yeah, I, I used to, I've talked about getting uh, my horse manure from uh, Nethery up in Junction, Texas, after after the garden meetings. It, in the dark of the night, we would uh, load, she had bagged, or had bagged horse manure for me. I pictured him doing steaming. He he was trying to hold the bag behind the horse. (laughs) It was pretty close to that. So we'd load it, and I'd bring it home and put it on the garden by the sack full, by the truckload full, uh, because I was testing that theory that you can over-fertilize with manure or put too much manure on there. Can you? And (laughs) No. Okay. Uh the uh uh anyway one year i did that and all my plants showed up it, uh with uh virus symptoms or with uh, which also looks like uh herbicide symptoms and i was some upset cuz it affected all my tomatoes and everything else that was the first year that we'd ever seen tomato spotted wilt virus in in there and that's what I had, not her manure. Because, uh, but uh, where it really showed Gosh. up. Just, just uh, <laughs> illustrates Jerry's exciting life. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was kind of excited when it, it uh, messed up my whole garden. Yeah, I bet. I, d- I didn't want to accuse her. Uh, I did casually ask, did you? Did the horses eat in a pasture? Now, did you started? did you stay calm until you got that question answered? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I knew she'd beat me half to death if I if I yeah. got ugly with her, and I would cut off my manure supply. <laughs> but uh, the uh, that's carried by thrips, uh, that uh, that uh, tomatoes body will buy. So that's when we started putting the well, wraps can... around the pl- yeah. tomatoes. To uh, protect them from the environment and also protect them from those thrips, which carry the tomato spotted wilbur. Well, and I, while you were doing that, I was, I learned about them from a different direction. <laughs> a grower out there near the coast was saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah saying, well, why aren't you guys promoting this? Yeah, that, <laughs> these tomatoes." Yeah, it's uh, that's that virus. Uh, most virus, all viruses spread all the way into deep Mexico. Uh, but anyway, the uh, the main trouble they get into with that, that hay that's been developed on, grown on fields with that picloran is when they use it as a, as a, uh, as a mulch, you know, they don't decomp, they don't compost it or they don't let it rot or whatever. They use it as a mulch on top. You can you can just see the flow. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a real dilute or <laughs> a mysterious look. It's yeah. real obvious that 
you know, here here's where the the active ingredient is <laughs> flowing down the hill. Yep. All right, 210-308-8867, Trace, I saw strawberries coming up, too. It looks like yeah, you've got a good supply good of strawberries. Strawberry yeah, strawberries, and i got some more hanging baskets coming. Oh, that's good. So they're even further along. They're blooming, and we'll have fruit in 30 days. Now, I had a guy ask me for a white strawberry. A white? Yeah. I've heard. I've I think I've even seen those. I've never eaten those. I, I told him I didn't know about it. But said, all strawberries bloom white, except for we'll carry one that blooms yeah. pink every once in a You're while. You're right. Yeah. But hey, I, there I is such a thing as a white strawberry. He said they were sweet. Well, mm. I don't know if they're any sweeter than anything else. <laughs> well, like me, I put sugar on my strawberries anyway, so I couldn't tell if they were sweet or not. I make them sweet. <laughs> Okay, we got a question here for Trace. Uh-oh. <laughs> I want <laughs> Ascepsius tuberosa butterfly weed in my pollinator garden to avoid the possibility of hosting parasites that might harm monarch butterflies. I have seen butterfly weeds... Uh, Ascaptius Carasophica Carasica <laughs> Yeah, Carasica on the tags and Ascaptius tuberosa from reputable nurseries grow up to strongly resemble the one he's Ascaptia uh, uh, Carasica There seems to be a great confusion on the part of our local nurseries as to which or which, how can the home gardener distinguish between the two uh, Two at maturity or in a small pot? All my milkweed have orange and yellow flowers, which I fear means they are the tropical version. I think she's fearing correctly. Any, any types, any tips on identification? Well, so I, I guess he doesn't like. She's uh, made. He doesn't like the one I like, the one with yeah. the <laughs> colorful well, flowers. Well, she's kind of pretty tang- one. Yeah. She's kind of tangling it up because the, both of them, if you if you didn't if especially early in this process if we didn't access the tropical milkweed, we wouldn't have had anything to, to save the save that monarch population. And plus, as we talked about many times, that that the it is the uh, most attractive and the favorite yeah. of monarchs in terms of their of uh, their their uh, It's the only thing out there. Because yeah. <laughs> people want a ornamental plant to, as well as and nothing they, that attracts a monarch. And if they re- relied on the the, the other, the tuberosa, um, it's okay, but it's not very productive in terms of the, the monarch butterfly. Yeah. So that, that, that she's she kind of uh, 
I think she's making the, try, trying to simplify a situation <laughs> that's not very simple. He try, uh, also, what are, what are these uh, possibilities of hosting parasites that might harm the monarch butterflies? Well, they, all, they all draw aphids. <laughs> There's no such thing as a butterfly weed that an aphid won't go on. Yeah. Well, but she, she's talking about, I think she's talking about that uh, there was some, there's some issue about if, if the tropical um, uh, milkweed continues uh, to Proliferate. be alive into the winter. Yeah. Time, You've got a potential that some of those those parasites will live longer. Now they don't have they don't have great evidence on that. And, <laughs> I don't mind to have any. So they're <laughs> so it's question. Well, you know, it's it's, a, it's you, you like I suspect that they're they're looking for reasons why the tropical is a yeah is a problem. <laughs> but they don't. There's nothing definitive as far as I can tell yet in any any research that. That indicates that uh, that that tropical is, a, is yeah. anything except positive. In fact, what do you what, what is the native of uh, milkweed at the uh, wintering grounds in Mexico? Yeah, it's the tropical milkweed. Oh yeah, but it's Don't tropical th- down there. <laughs> yeah. It's tropical down there. <laughs> Don't they know that uh, it's a uh, they they, they do, like it down there. Yeah, they do. They're they're, they're arguing a little bit. Well, the difference is that it's it's uh, the monarchs aren't there as much as they are other places. Out east. Yeah. It's one, one <laughs> but there's more of them in one spot down there, or yeah. in several spots. It's a pretty, pretty convoluted now, argument. Now, now, parasites. Are they talking about mites or? They're not talking about aphids, I know. No, they're not talking so about aphids. So what parasite would attack the butterfly or the, yeah. the larva? Well, that's, yeah, that's their, there's a theory that there's some that that may, on tropical, because they're, they have a longer life than they do on the native. But they haven't isolated the parasites, right? They, yeah, as far as I can tell, the research is not, verified anything very solid at all. Anything. Oh, okay. Good. Well, anyway, I'll I'll stick to recommending the uh, the, the the pretty the, one. The one you like. The pretty one. The, this is very similar, almost identical uh to that to that person that wrote me about and berating me for promoting and in, uh introducing firebush for hummingbirds because of the hummingbird beak mite that uh, harbors in those uh, fire firebush blooms. Milton brought that to our attention, but he, Milton said we should forgive you for doing that. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Only one guy in... 30 years has brought that to my attention. And he said we should stop promoting firebush. Hmm. And it was the second superstar. Yeah, it's all over. Second Texas superstar. All right, we need to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. 
8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, the answer. Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Al playing uh, January birthdays, celebrating artists who have a birthday in January from Jefferson Starship. That was, uh, oh, sorry, I'm reading reading my notes here. Marty Balin. Uh, and uh, all right, 210-308-8867. I'll remind you, as the guys are answering questions off the air, that you can find out, you know, we frequently talk about items that are on sale. Sometimes Millburgers in the past has had great events. Blood drives are going to be coming up again here at the nursery and uh, stuff, or they'll have special offers like on the trees. And you can go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about those. That's millburgernursery.com. And that's the same place that you can go, by the way, to get your newsletter. Uh, Millburgers puts out a monthly newsletter with lots of great information that you can use. Uh, we had a couple people that were new to San Antonio that came up uh, and were talking to us about different items. That would be a great resource to get every month uh, because there's some terrific articles on it um, that tell you all about uh, certain gardening situations in San Antonio, which you can and can't grow. So it's a good resource as well. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. All right, so what you, what you got going on over there? She's uh, here to get Ruby Crush. Oh, good. <laughs> you heard us about it, and I guess they're in the greenhouse. I'm, I think that's what Trace said. Yeah, that's a good thing to Keep them out of the wind, northern wind. And, uh, Which we have a little bit of today. And she had never tried it. Oh, okay. And, I haven't either. But, Can yes, she, her favorite one was, of, of course, the 968, the, the uh, cherished, dwarf cherished surprise. And she said she had a volunteer of 968. I did, too, one year. And it lasted three years. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she so said, without dying back? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She said, she said uh, it got leggy and everything, but it still kept producing tomatoes. Huh. Yeah, mine didn't do that, but I and I, <laughs> I, I left the pot alone where um, I had uh, planted mine, and... <laughs> I guess I. Uh, I you, you mean you t- might have missed picking a tomato? Apparently so. It got it got on the ground. And, uh. and <laughs> so can I grow the Ruby Crush in its container too? Oh yeah. Okay, good. All right. Uh, That'll have to be on my list. I think it's going to be. Uh, well, they say it's a determinant type. Right. If it's a true determinant, it'll be a smaller plant than our regular plant. Right. So it'd be perfect for the Which container. is why, yeah, 968 works out good in the container, too. Yeah. Now, if it gets bigger than you want it to get, top it. Oh, Just okay. Cut the run, runners back. and. Okay. The, people say, well, my tomato got too big. Cut it. Yeah. Top it down. 
Uh, we got, we got, like I said, we got a guy growing them in a covered greenhouse south of here, and uh, and he t- he uh, does his uh, tycoon. He only plants tycoon because of nematode, but uh, he takes he he cuts them back periodically. Okay, and has a bunch of it has a bunch of fruit. And does that do like some of the other plants where they get bushier? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. You, you can kind of trim them up yourself to do that if you want to do that. We talked about Calvin's uh, article a little bit in yesterday's paper. So if you got uh, yesterday's paper around, you can uh, you can go ahead and uh, uh, check on how to renovate or to spruce up your yard, getting ready for spring growth. And we talked about, uh, it says, give give lawn a little loving care now, mm-hmm. but no fertilizer. Because it's... <laughs> so if you've got weeds in your lawn now... I have bed straw. I saw it yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Are you, you have dogs now still? No. Hey, dog? No dog. Okay. You probably have not been alerted. By the dog bringing in. Because I guarantee you there's a piece in my yard, which is half an acre, uh, that dog will find it somewhere. It'll find the dog. And she brings it in, and it immediately comes off on the rug. So so you know when you got a bed straw problem. And uh, bed straw is that looks like a vine. It grows like a vine. It comes up now. Yeah. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, bigger vine, but it's all attached to one main root. So you can, and when you you take a rake and rake it up, yeah, you can. It balls on itself. Gives you a big sense of accomplishment. Yeah, but if you got a lot and you don't want to fool with it, uh, the product to use for now is not weed and feed fertilizer. Right. That a lot of people use. That's not, and it'll start I, being I promoted Yeah, on national. Oh, yeah, big time. I, I don't think uh, <laughs> I, I don't think the weed and feed will kill uh, that grass. Oh, okay. But uh, so you want to use uh, uh, a, weed, a weed killer that will uh, will work during these cooler temperatures that we're having. And that weed killer is weed-free zone. Yeah. All right. By Fertilone. By Fertilone. Weed-free zone. Z-O-N-E. Right. Going back to the phone lines now because we got Evelyn on the line at 210-308-8867. You better watch yourself. Yeah, you there. watch yourself, Jerry. Is that that? Is that that? Ev- don't be doing uh. that. <laughs> Evelyn knows where you are every Saturday and Sunday. Yes, I heard y'all yesterday. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's mean sometimes, isn't he? Yes, he is. I heard the comment he made about my age. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, you um, can you can make that comment about him, too, if you want, because his yeah. birthday's okay. coming up. I'm proud of my age. I'm 87, almost. Oh, oh my goodness. Lord. April 4th, I'll be 87. But anyhow. You could, be, you could have been my babysitter. 
<laughs> yeah, I was 59 when I had cancer, and I was, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> Yay! All right. That's going to be Dr. Parsons. All right. That's inspirational, Evelyn. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you've given me hope to hang on. You do that. You don't give up. Because I still have a garden, and oh, I walk oh. with the cane, and I pick every 600 pounds of pine. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, What's going I, on, Evelyn? I heard the puppy seed guy. Can you still grow that without getting in trouble? Oh, uh, Jerry, can you still grow the... I think it depends on the variety of poppy seed you grow as to whether you get in trouble. Well, it's no, the one that no, make no, the karachis. Yeah. Uh, yes, you can still grow those. No, oh, I thought you could plant, you could get the seed, but you couldn't grow them or something. Yeah, as long as long as you, well, first of all, they're not enforcing that anymore, and as long as you're not milking them for the opium, uh, and know how to do the opium, make well. the opium, uh, then <laughs> then uh, you're right. Because, like I said. Almost every old German family oh, okay. in the hill country for a hundred years have had that poppy growing on their on their property. Well, so, my uh, mother used to grow it. But, uh, oh yeah. Which, which poppy are we talking about? Talk about the poppy tea roll. Yeah. And right. uh, my grandson went into the service, and so when he came home on leave, well. If we had poppy roll or kolaches, he couldn't eat it because when he'd go back, they'd test him for drugs. Oh, <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you remember a, a product that they used to sell in the drugstores called Paragar? Yes, I did. The, the, yeah, Paragar. What it, was it? It, it, it was a, a liquid, uh, basically I, it was opium, tincture of opium. No, oh, but I okay. forget what they used it for, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did they, they use uh, it for? Uh, <laughs> well, my I was raised on that. My mother believed when I would get rowdy or uh, we'd go on a trip, and she thought that I was upset. <laughs> or, or can you I, imagine that, Evelyn? So she, <laughs> so she would give me some. Uh, Oh, some paragar <laughs> in in, uh, in some water, and she yeah, did they, it work? They oh yeah, oh, and they <laughs> it's opium. Man. I don't know. And they you've got to, you you can be pretty strong at sometimes. They used to, your will is pretty strong. They used to use it for uh, babies with babies cutting their teeth. Oh wow! That's and they're what putting it teeth for. in it, and it hurt. Uh. Use Paragon, and it's sold over the counter. I think it back. Of course, that's been fifty, sixty years ago. Yeah, a long uh, time ago. <laughs> yeah, they were. I remember it being fifteen cents a bottle. Goodness. It was a liquid, yeah. small bottle. And uh, you know that they're said about opium that if you had to have one medication and none other. Opium would be it. Huh. It's got so many uses. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, uh, okay. Spoken, spoken like a two-person addicted to opium. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I'm wondering. Can you Dr. Parsons being rowdy, can you? Uh, <laughs> no, I can't even I can't see what that would look like. <laughs> That's what they tell me. They're probably yeah. just trying to burn my personality. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can I ask one more? Sure. Um, I have trouble with thrips on the tomato plants for the last two yeah. years. If I spray the tomato plants with um, a pepper spray, is that going to keep away the bees and everything else from it? No. Okay. Uh, uh, if you use, what are you going to use? What do you want to use? Pepper spray. Pepper spray. Pepper spray. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know if that's going to keep away the thrips. What can I use to keep keep away the thrips? What uh, have you tried wrapping it with that uh, rollweb cloth? Yes, I did, and that didn't work too well. I don't know what I did wrong, but anyhow, the tomatoes didn't uh, do too well either. Okay, you wrap it from top to bottom. In other, in other words, uh, yeah, do you cage your tomatoes? Yes, I do. Okay, from the time you buy the plant to the time you put it in the ground, and when you put it in the ground, you wrap that cage in a in a grow web type product, this fabric uh, that they we talk about. Uh huh. I have that's, that. That's that's not insulate. Insulate's too thick. Uh huh. You want uh, you want the one sold as a pr- uh, protective. Uh, Row cover, I think they said it is here. But, That's what uh, I used. And you you do it from the ground all the way up, and and cover the uh, to the close it at the top with a clo- Most people use a clothespin. And uh, from and protect that plant from the minute you have it. In other words, don't. Don't set it out on a table and let you know let get get some sunshine early on. Every day that plant is out of doors, you keep it covered with that uh, cloth, and that'll that'll keep uh, aphids and spider mites and uh, everything else off of it. Okay, it used to but be spider mites, but now it's thrips come in before even the spider mites come in. Yeah. So uh, I don't those plant those things that that protects from are very difficult to control with applications of insecticide, okay. even spinosad. Uh. So it, it's better to give them protection, physical, physical. Let's see, what do we call it? Uh, uh, in other words, keep them away from the plant by physical means. So the thrips won't go through that uh, cloth? No. No. Thrips and uh, spider mites and stuff like that will not go through that uh, grow web. I guess I'll try it again and see what happens. Yeah, if you you look at it, uh, there's no openings in it. It's just kind of like a spider web. Uh It'll it'll let some air through. It ventilates it. But uh, it's impenetrable. Impenetrable. All right. So good. If that uh, doesn't work, that'll give uh, Evelyn another thing to be (laughs) questioning Jerry about. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 
if you, if, if you try you. this and suddenly your horse herb is really growing well, I think well, we know why. I'm blaming the horse herb for the thrips. <laughs> and, okay. and put put a little paragark in your coke when you go out ah. and look around and that will make you well. Maybe that would cure my knees. I have a knee problem, so I walk with a cane like garden and I pick pecans, so I don't think I'm doing good. Oh, my goodness. That. At 87, you're doing great, Evelyn. Yeah, and I picked over 600 pounds of pecans this year. Oh. Holy cow. That's terrific. Good girl. Yeah, you're doing great. I'm sorry Milton said that about you. Evelyn knows better. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Evelyn. Okay, We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye, Evelyn. All right, we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Karen is on the line. All right. 210-308-8867. Hey, Karen, welcome to the show. How can we help you today? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, two, two little things. One, we have a section of our yard. It's it's the back of our yard, and it's kind of under a deck. It's a high deck. And we just put rocks, uh, you know, the landscape, um, you know, cloth, and then rocks on top of that. And it backs up to a green belt. And anyway, we are always climbing in there, pulling weeds and pulling big old viney things and all kinds of weeds and the landscape fabric doesn't do any good so we just wondered is there something we could spray or put that would just kind of keep it just like keep it so that weeds wouldn't come back yeah is this a vine that you said is coming up in that well there's a lot of viney there's a lot of viney things and there's also just your regular old weeds that you know and those uh, those grass and those big old dandelions and all kinds of stuff but it's kind of a, a it's a zone where nobody you can't really go. It's under a high deck, so all we did was just put rocks. It's and it's very sloping. It's very hard to get to. So we just thought we'll put rocks, but it's just, <laughs> we didn't think we we get all kinds of stuff growing under there. But um, okay, well, any idea? I imagine that uh, cut vine and stump killer sprayed under there would work. I don't know. I, I, I think the. Uh, I, I've had the same experience with uh, fabrics. They yeah. just, yeah. In a situation like that, they just uh, don't don't work to ca- accommodate them uh, to keep the weeds out. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. The, uh, uh, ca- there's a there's a couple of things with the the vine and stump killer. Would be something you use after the after the weeds are up, but well, right now they're up. We've got them all pulled up, and it's pretty clear. No, he's talking about having a plant have greenery on it, have leaves on it. Oh, oh, oh! I see. What you mean. Before, oh, before there's not a pre-emergence that'll work that you yeah. can get. Uh, yeah. So just. When they come back, when they start coming back, use that cut vine and stump killer, or there's a, a, prob, a product called Remedy, 
Now, the, uh, are there are there trees around this deck? No, no, it 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 really backs up to uh, actually it's Crown Ridge Canyon. It backs up to that, and it and it but it but it's still it's not right there at the floor of the of the of the, uh, the park. It's it's still elevated with a um, a wall, so it's not you know right there at the ground level. So what do you what do you think about just a like a seed uh, ground cover like cedar? Uh, well, cho- big, you know, cut up, chopped up, yeah. and put put about three inches deep. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe. I've had more better luck with that kind of a a ground cover in a situation okay. like that than the than the cloth. Yeah, it's a big angle. That's the only thing. How, how, big, how big is this area that you're talking about? Well, it's about? probably about, uh, uh, like, uh, I don't know, 40 feet and about 10 feet wide. Okay. 40 feet long. That's pretty big. Yeah, it's our back, basically that's our backyard. So you haven't, you haven't got uh, a tree sprouts coming up in there? Oh, no, no trees. I don't think if so. It's, if, it, if it's just weeds, mm-hmm. you could use a Roundup-only product. Well, is it okay to use Roundup? I mean, I've got a ton of Roundup. I'm just going to have it sitting here afraid to yeah. use it. Uh, the, oh, the Roundup they're talking about has uh, other things in it. Uh, okay. when I say When I say Roundup, you look on the label and make sure it's Roundup-only. Okay. Uh, in other words, you don't want any other residuals in there. Okay. Yeah, you okay. could, you could do your, if you want, you could do three inches of a, a cedar mulch, and then you could use your Roundup to kill anything that has come up. Mm-hmm. Because it has to be you know, up, then twi- right? once or twice a year, you would mm-hmm. go back through with your Roundup. Yeah. yeah. Well, the only work. thing is right. we we spent a lot already with we have these you know rocks that are like you know um, oh okay. those they're you know decorative rocks whatever you call them the the <laughs> ones river rocks whatever so they're uh-huh. great big ones because it's a big um, it's a big slope so um, I'm kind of we're kind of stuck with that. And there was there was landscape fabric under it, but it's probably worn off by now. I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, like I said, let 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 the plants uh, grow about uh, three to four inches tall, uh-huh. or or taller, and mm-hmm. then use the Roundup only mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. Or you can use this uh, for longer lasting. You can use a uh, Remedy, one called Remedy. Okay, is it liquid? This, do what? Is it liquid? Is it, yes, ma'am. Yeah, okay. it's a, you, use it, you use it basically the same way you do Roundup. Right. Okay. You spray spray so it under that. It's mm-hmm. a little. It's a. It's more potent though. You got to be a little careful. More volatile. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. So the the Roundup may do if the Roundup does the job, you just use the Roundup. Right. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. One other thing: yeah. uh, my Florida Prince 
peach tree is in full bloom. The Florida the Florida, Florida King or Florida Prince? Prince? Is in full bloom right now. Yeah, that's a low chiller. Wow. Okay, yeah. way to go. <laughs> you think I should, should I put some uh, growing green or something like that? I haven't fertilized no. it. Nope. No, yeah, okay. you don't need to do anything to, to it. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. All right, we've got Bye-bye. about a minute and a half. Let's see if we can help Dorothy on the line, 210-308-8867. What's going on, Dorothy? Well, heck, I wanted to get back to the poppies. Can you guys <laughs> still get the seeds for the opium poppies? Uh, I think I that's think a bad th- question to ask us. Yeah. No, I think I think they are being sold. In, uh, okay. And and uh, just just look for uh, look in some of the seed catalogs. Oh, oh, okay. Would they grow? And, I'm I'm now in a senior place and I live on the third floor. Would poppies grow in a big pot? Oh yeah. Oh They're great. They're growing anything. Yeah. Oh well, I know in Casterville. Uh, I haven't been there in so long. Do you know if they're still, you know, growing poppies all over where it's a great place to go for a trip? Oh, you you mean uh, in Castorville? Yeah. Is is that what you're saying? Right. Uh Uh-huh. No, I don't know. Uh, 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 John Thomas at Wild Seed Farms grows a lot of poppies but they're not the opium poppies and and dorothy i gotta run i'm so sorry we've got about five seconds left so we're gonna say goodbye for today